0: Hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. As usual, we're going to talk about Jesus. He's preparing us for his return. We think we're ready, but we're not. He said we're not ready. He said it's not his will that one should perish. And so he's long-suffering. He's patient as he's waiting for us to repent and get ready. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for teaching us. Your word says that you love those who you correct. You dearly and tenderly love us. That's why you're correcting us, and we should be excited about it, and we are. I just want to give you all the praise and the glory for correcting me. You're so good. So in love with you, and I know you are just so in love with us. You love you, in praise Jesus. You're so good. He is so good, and that's why he's correcting us. Revelation 3.19. Check it out. He dearly and tenderly loves those who He corrects. He's correcting us, so on that day that we stand before Him, He won't have to reject us. If we reject Him now, He's going to have to reject us then because the Word is written. The Word is written, and it can't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's no respecter of persons, so He can't give you a break. On that day, you just have to be ready. You just have to be ready for him. You have to have submitted to him ahead of time. You have to be engaged with him now so you can get married that day. We're marrying Jesus. He's coming for his bride without spot or wrinkle. So how can we be without spot or wrinkle? Is we follow the lamb wherever he goes. We just follow him. Submit to him. And that's what we're, we're talking about today. James 4.7 says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. But God says we live backwards from that. We submit to the devil, and then God, he, we separate ourselves from him. He can't be in the midst of the enemy because he's good. He doesn't hang out with evil, and the enemy is evil. So in, in, instead of living in faith, we live in fear. Instead of forgiving and loving, we hate. Instead of calling those things to be not as though they were, we just say what is. Instead of, our go- instead of going out of our way for others, it's all about us. We live opposed to God. And that means on that day, we're not going to be delighted to see him. And he's not going to be delighted to see us. It's not his will that one should perish. It's not going to be easy for him. But that's what he has to do. And he's separating right now the sheep from the goats, those who will follow him and those who are turning away from him. So on that day, when you get in that line and you stand before him, you've already been accounted as whichever life that you've lived. If you lived for yourself, you're going to be separated. If you submitted to the, to the enemy, you're separated to that side. When you submit to God, that's different. And so on that day, you want Jesus to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You overcame. Your name will not be blotted out of the book of life. Revelation tells us that if we don't overcome if we, if we submit to the enemy, we're not going to be overcoming, and our name will be blotted out of the book of life. If you got your name in there, if you started out submitting to God, but you quit and you gave up, isn't that what an overcomer is? Someone who doesn't quit and give up? Then your name is going to be blotted out of the book of life. That's a terrible thing. You don't want that to happen. So verse 8 says, come close to God, and he'll come close to you. It's up to us. You come close to God, and he'll come close to you. Recognize that you are sinners. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals divided with divided interests, and purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. What's God saying? Anything you put before him is your God. Anything you put before him is adultery. Anything you put before him, he's jealous of. He thinks about you all the time. He's in love with you. He's in love with you, and he wants you to be in love with him. He wants you to be as important to him as you. He he wants he wants to be a, he wants to be important to you as important to you as you are to him. He thinks about you day and night. He plans for you. The Word tells us He has His mind on us all the time. He has gone out of His way for us. And now He's asking us to return that love to Him. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee. But if we submit to the enemy, we've separated ourselves from God. God gives us a choice. He gives us free will. He said, choose life choose life. So that means we have a choice. We have a choice. We can choose him or we can choose the enemy. And so submit to God, resist the enemy, and he will flee. When you submit to God, then the enemy doesn't have a chance. Then you're going to be hearing God talk to you all the time. You're going to have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. You're going to have the manifestation of him in your life. Jesus said, if you obey me, I'll manifest myself to you. And the same is true for the enemy. If you obey him, you're going to have the manifestation of him in your life. You're going to have chaos. You're going to be living under the curse. You're going to be living prideful. There's all kinds of different areas you can live in. And sometimes it it doesn't show up as the enemy. Like the pride thing, if you're taking care of yourself... If you got it all figured out yourself without God, if you rely on you and not God, on that day when you stand before Jesus and Satan pulls that rug out from under you, you're going to realize you lived your whole life separated from Jesus. And the way to avoid that is to get on your knees and submit to Him, honor Him, look at the book, live your life according to the Word of God, look to Jesus. Have that relationship with him. You don't want him to say, I don't know you. You don't want to have someone else tell you who he is and what he has to say. You want to have that intimate relationship with him yourself. You want him to tell you how he feels, what's happening with him that day, that he's grieving, that we're doing everything the opposite of what he's asking us to do. If you live in a bondage, it's because you haven't submitted to Jesus. If you don't submit to him, then the enemy has free play in your life. He's running the show, and most people don't even know it. Hosea tells us, my people, God said my people, perish for a lack of knowledge. So you can be living your whole life here and perish because you didn't know Because you had one reason or another for not getting to know God. Because you never opened the book. Because you heard a sermon and someone else told you you're good. You don't have to do this. You don't have to do that. You know, a lot of people call it works. We don't have to do works. Jesus got on the cross for us. But the the thing is, is you have to believe in him. And how do you believe in someone you don't know? How do you love someone you don't know? Jesus is a relationship. Yes, he got on the cross for you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He did all that for you. Are you walking in that? Do you believe that? Or do you believe the lie the enemy tells you as you say the prayer? Jesus did it all. Everybody goes to heaven. How are you going to know the truth if you don't open up the word of God and find out that truth for yourself? How can you trust that someone else knows Jesus, and can know Jesus for you. Would you trust someone else to pick out your husband or wife or tell you who they are and then later find out that they were wrong? You don't want to do that. You don't want to find out later that you were wrong about Jesus or that person was wrong about Jesus. And you live by their opinion rather than the word of God. You want to know Jesus for yourself. You want to have a relationship with him. He is in love with you, and he has so much good for you. And you can't know that without knowing him yourself. So when you submit to him, he's going to manifest himself to you. And the enemy has no room in your life. When you're submitting to Jesus, he's going to go find someone else to mess with. He can't harass you. He can't he can't control you. He can't even talk to you because you're not listening. You're listening to Jesus. You're hanging out with Jesus. You're getting to know Jesus. And Jesus is giving you one direction at a time. Ephesians 2 10. He recreates you in his likeness, puts you on that path that leads to the good life. And that good life is good here in eternity when you leave here. The enemy knows word of God. He knows God's plan. And so he's coming against you. And if you don't know God or God's plan, then the enemy has one up on you and he doesn't have to do much. He just watches you walk down that wrong path. And if you decide to start following Jesus, then he's going to come. Jesus said, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. He's going to come and try to get you off that path. So you want to submit to God and then the enemy will flee. He'll have no place in your life. He can't do anything to you. If you don't submit to God, then God's protection is not on you. And anything could happen at any moment, and God won't be able to do anything about it. I'm not telling you something that I just studied and learned. I'm telling you something that I lived. When I had a crisis in my life, I thought everything was fine. And then when that crisis hit, God spoke to me so there was nothing I could do. He has no respecter of persons. If you don't obey him, there's nothing he can do because you've walked away from him. But if you submit to him, if you repent, come near to him, wash your hands, come close to God and he'll come close to you. Recognize that you're a sinner. How do you recognize that when you sit with him and and let him tell you, let him correct you? Get your soiled hands clean and realize that you have been disloyal to him. Been disloyal to him. Wavering individuals with divided interests. Got to decide which way you're going to go. Purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. So God is saying that we've done life backwards today. Rather than love, we hate. Rather than think the best of every person, we think the worst. Rather than going around doing good, we go around criticizing and, and um, just anything but. So if you want to come close to God, if you want to repent, if you want Jesus to live on the inside of you and teach you his way, Then I want to say that prayer with you. Jesus said in Revelation 3.19 that he dearly and tenderly loves those he corrects. So you have to be willing to be corrected. Delight in being corrected. I love being corrected now. I don't want to walk in the dark. I didn't like it at first. It's hard to give up your will, it seems. But when you know that he only has good in mind for you, it's easy. Just give it up. Let it go because he has something better for you. Correct me, Lord, I don't want to be walking in the dark and then find out that day when it's too late that I was living opposed to your will. Correct me now. And then Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, he's knocking at the door of your heart, and if you would heed his voice, if you would heed his voice, then he would come and live on the inside of you. He would do that, but only if you heed his voice. So it's not a prayer. And you walk away, you do what you want, you live like you lived before. You say you believe and you love Jesus. You have to live that out by submitting to him, by caring about him, loving him back. Finding out what he's thinking, what he cares about, what's important to him, how you've hurt him. When you don't believe him, you just told me that the other day. It hurts him. Of course it does. But even to hear him say that to me is more, it's an emotional thing. Feeling his feelings, knowing exactly how he's feeling at that moment and how hurt he is when you don't believe him. Well, think about it. If somebody doesn't believe you, it's hurtful. Of course he can get over it, but he loves you. You're his child and he wants you to believe him. If you want him to come and live on the inside of you and teach you and let him love you and learn to love him, I want to say a prayer with you right now. Pray with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you would want to come, that we are privileged enough that you would want to come and live on the inside of us. And we are willing now to heed your voice. We repent of our way We repent of our diversity. We want to be in oneness with you. We love you and praise you, give you all of glory. And of course, you can't do it yourself. You can't do anything without Jesus. Don't think you can. You got to just let him take over. Submit to him. Let him get those dead branches off of you. Let him set you free. Resist the enemy he only has bad for you. Don't even listen to him. Don't even listen to him. His objective is to take you to hell. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.